0: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another week here on the Miller & Condon Show. Glad you're with us. We're on Des Moines Sports Station 1460 KXNO, and we'll be uh, for the next couple of hours as we talk sports with you. A busy Monday, recapping the uh, weekend Spent a lot of time, clearly, on the story of the weekend, whether it's a positive or a negative for you. And I was struck by how many people uh, are in the negative camp. We'll get into that a little bit on uh, what unfolded at Augusta yesterday afternoon. Uh, but in the first hour, we only have one guest, and he was scheduled last week. And if we want to get a national writer to cover that covers the NBA. Um, we do when we can, and Sean Devaney from uh, SportingNews.com, he's covered the league for a long, long time, we will take a look back at the first couple of days and look ahead to the playoffs as they are underway in the NBA, we'll do that in the first hour of the program, that's about the bottom of the hour, he will slide on in here, Matt Rudy, before he gets on his airplane, to leave, well, I would think, you know, I don't know, a lot of people flying to South Carolina. Okay. And well, whoever, Columbia, the Columbia, South Carolina—that's uh-huh. where a lot of the media flies into. Apparently, that for the. Guys that have been going to the Masters for a long time covering, that's a, they call it a veteran move. Mm. Stay away from Atlanta, which if you can, I highly recommend. Although it's been a while since I've been through there, but seemingly every time that in St. Louis, never had good at luck with those two airports. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we'll talk to Matt Rudy before he gets on his plane. He spent the weekend in Augusta anxious to hear as many events as he has covered in his long career, whether it be a majors or a Ryder Cups uh, in the game of golf, where this one fits. Cause I've seen a lot of golf. Uh, writers that uh, this one's right up on there, right at the top of their list of events that they have covered, just for the sheer storylines. And that's what we love, right? We love stories.
1: Give me a story any day of the week. And we got one. And we got one. We got a major one. Absolutely incredible. The comeback, 11 years without a major. And we've seen, during this 11-year stretch, we've seen Tiger Woods play Good stretches of golf. Well, more so last year. Last year, he finally broke through, and he
0: was second in the
1: U.S. Open last year. 2013, he was player of the year. He won five events. Right, right. that's true. None of them were majors. That's true. But he won five events. And then fell to the
0: 1,199th-ranked golfer in the world after his back surgeries. Might need to still
1: reconfigure that. I I understand (laughs) it's what you actually do (laughs) on, on a... Professional golf course. But what you're
0: saying, Trent, is find me. I I don't think you can find me 1198 players that are better than Tiger Woods. Is no, that what you're that, saying?
1: That wouldn't go that route. <laughs> so I uh, I was listening to an interview this morning with Nota Begay, uh, who is a former roommate, right? Yep, roommate golf. Where'd uh, you hear that? ESPN Radio. Okay. And uh, he, it was just so interesting hearing this guy that has known him since college. Mm-hmm. They were college teammates. They were friends. They've been friends forever. And Like you say, roommates. He's the one that gave him the nickname Urkel when really? they were in Stanford. Yeah, okay. he called him Urkel yeah. because he's wearing those big Coke bottle glasses. Yeah. But not just what this one was, but going back to after that spinal fusion surgery and four back surgeries in general. And I personally have never dealt with big back issues. Sore back every once in a while. Kind of throw your back out. It hurts. Mm-hmm. Never, never anything like this. But people that I've talked to that have dealt with it, I think it's maybe even more amazing to them. Understanding. Yeah, it's a good point. To right? come back. Mm-hmm. This isn't a tournament people asia. that have lived lived with back problems, Yes, right? How debilitating it can mm-hmm. be and to to come back at this level, four surgeries, spinal fusion surgery which I mean it's a last ditch effort. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't and, go right, it can go really bad. Well, two two years ago he was
0: at the uh, Champions Dinner and he didn't think he was ever going to play again. Yeah. He just wanted to be able to walk again and be able to get up and have a normal day again and not hurt. So much goes into a Trent. I mean the 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 humility He was humiliated is what he was. (laughs) Look, he brought it on himself. I get that. Yes. But if anybody out there thinks that this is the only person who's ever cheated on their spouse, please, look around your office and I'll guarantee you, third,
1: men and women. Marriage in general is a 50-50 proposition. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. And what I was struck by, and I I really mean this, and I'm not trying to change anybody's opinion on this. This is your opinion. If you don't like Tiger, that's your opinion. Mm -hmm. If you don't like what he did, that's your opinion. But it did strike me as, wow, there's some people out there that will never, ever get over the fact that, you know, he ran around on his wife. Yes. Uh, I get the DUI. I mean, I mean, I don't get it. I get the fact that you're pissed off that he got behind his wheel, uh, of his vehicle and was completely out of his mind hooked on, on painkillers. Had no idea where he was when he was pulled over. I mean, the mugshot of him, you know, being cuffed in front of the police car, I think it was Orlando. It was clearly Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, to have that splashed on the national papers, to have the picture of uh, the headshot of the was it twelve or ten women that he allegedly not allegedly admitted to it had affairs with uh, on the front pages of newspapers. I get it. If you if you walk in that kind of air, if you breathe that kind of air, you're going to be looked at differently. When you have a fall from grace, unfortunately for you,
1: your fall is going to be a public fall from grace. There's one. Angle to this that I don't know. Maybe I'm confused by, and as people throwing out terms like unbelievable, shocking, things like that. Did he won, You mean right? We saw him just a year ago, right there. He finished. Well, he won a tournament last year. He had the lead at the Open
0: Championship. He did, yeah, after nine, I think it was after maybe in the, maybe on the on the uh, final nine, he was in front. Right. He, he was won, getting
1: close. He, he was won starting, the Tour
0: Championship. He, yes, been, he was
1: starting to be Tiger Woods again. Yes, so. That whole line of thinking was a little bit different for me because, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I was envisioning this. I was. Did you cry? I did. I did. Yeah, so did I. The The moment when he hugs his son. Uh-huh. I just found out on Friday that I'm having a son. Yeah, no, I get it. I lost it. Yeah, I, I get it. it. I lost it. I get it. sit in the basement and Ellen comes down. What's wrong, Daddy? Mm-hmm. uh this guy won a golf tournament. <laughs> can I explain that to a toddler? Yeah, you don't. No, <laughs> You don't.
0: No, you just can't. There's What's other... wrong, Daddy? That's <laughs> funny. No, I cried. And uh, you and I, Trent, here's the thing. We're not alone. It no. Was, it was uh, it was emotional. I think it was. Mm-hmm. It clearly was. Look, I told you, I cry commercials now, for God's sakes. And and you will more so as you get older. I don't know what it is in men as we age. Yeah, maybe it's the same as women, but I'm not one, so I can't speak for it. Well, that. you're
1: losing testosterone. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. New Leaf Wellness can help you with that. Can they? <laughs> Um I'll
0: pass for now okay, but, but okay. thank you for the tip uh, yes, anyways. Yes. Uh look it was it it was a perfect storm we saw guys uh in Molinari clearly uh Finau, both of those guys the um the magnitude that was thrust upon them the fact here's one thing and I'm I'm wonder I'm anxious to talk to Matt Rudy about this. Because we went to threesomes, right? Because the weather mm-hmm. forced the tournament to move up and I'm anxious to see the official ratings because Trent, as you said, um the first two people that I walked that I spoke to when I walked in the building here today, first was Scott Knock, as my cubicle's right across from him. Mm-hmm. And second, you're the second person I saw. Um, you both said you both in church yesterday morning. Yeah. And I'm guessing it was, you know, the typical Sunday morning, right? People didn't miss uh, their service just because the Masters had been moved up. So um, clearly the event would have built yeah. throughout the day. But look, he teed off at 8.20 Central Time yesterday morning. Um, there's a lot of people that didn't get to this, I don't know. 11 o'clock? That's
1: Amen Corner? Yeah, yeah. That's... <laughs> I, mean, okay. I saw the last eight holes. No pun intended? Of those guys. Last eight holes is okay. when I was locked in and ready to go and... Yeah, can't be alone in that one. And then you couple it what? With West Coast. I mean, you're talking mm. six twenty in the morning. Yeah. And if you're a huge golf fan and sports fan, yeah, you can get up for that. But in normal you are part of your routine is not getting up at six twenty to watch golf, right, right. Now, selfishly, I loved it because
0: that—that yeah. that is my, you know. I mean, that's one of the reasons I love the British Open. I mm-hmm. like it for other reasons, but just the fact that golf is going to be settled on Sunday morning—you don't have to, you know—it's not six thirty or whatever. Not that you know you're going out of your way; uh, you're going to watch it at any time. At least I am. But uh, for me, selfishly, um, I. I That's my preference But look When Kepka missed his birdie putt on 17 And likewise on 18 It just seemed then I mean we watched Tiger make a just remarkable tee shot on 16 Thought for a minute it might go in It was just a little bit too much speed Goes by by a couple of feet He was going to make birdie and go two up And then when Kepka on 17 had a birdie opportunity and ran it by, and then likewise on 18, he was uh, able, he knew that, you know, uh, as he was about to hit his second shot, that bogey's good enough.
1: You know, a year ago during those tournaments when he was making his run at the PGA and the British, it felt like it was more everyone trying to will him there, Mm -hmm. that you still had those lingering doubts. And there was something about watching him hit those tee shots where we've seen the driver go right, get away from him, yeah. And he is just up there, and he is swinging it, yeah. and he is spinning that thing as soon as it, soon. I mean, basically, as it hits the club, he's spinning that thing right back, right. And, and he's confident. He's pulling he's the tee out of the ground. He's getting the tee, yeah. And that confidence, that level, it felt different even than a year ago. Mm-hmm. And that's the shot on sixteen. The drive before that on fifteen, where he's going to get there in two. Yeah, going to get there in two. And he's got two putts for birdie and. That's where I felt Tiger Woods is winning this golf tournament. Yeah. This. He is going to win. Well, this
0: thing. and when Finau and uh, and Molinari had already, you know, had their um, look for a while, I didn't think Molinari was going to miss. I thought no. he was playing like a robot. I mean, this guy was par save after par save, and we're not talking about tap ins. We're it's talking about on eight one. ten feet. Yes, started on one, and it didn't look as though he was going to give this thing up. It was it was great theater. It really was. And here's
1: what else strikes me about this. I'm thankful for that pine cone on fifteen. By the way, which one on fifteen? Molinari hit. Underneath yes, the tree, yes, yes, yes. In the yes. middle right, of the water, right. Not one that landed across and then rolled back in like we saw back in the par three. Mm-hmm, 12 mm-hmm. no, that was just pinecone, plop, caught him. At seven. Doesn't look like the rest of Molinari's... Uh, he's not coming she- back to the pack, Trent. That's what I thought, yeah.
0: too. I mean, Tiger's going to play well, but this guy just doesn't make mistakes. He is so locked in, and he's just going to do what he has to do. And his putter's good enough that he's going to be able to make up if indeed he needs it. And he was doing it for all the, the first nine, but second nine, different story. Here's what sticks with me. Uh, his peers, Tiger's peers, yeah. I'm talking about... Um, just the joy that they were able to share in... That they, Look, they, they know, for the young guys on the tour... What Tiger did for the game of golf back in the, you know, since he was, became Tiger Woods in the late 90s and into the, you know, prior to his uh, indiscretion uh, that culminated on Thanksgiving Eve, right? Uh, When he backed into the tree. And um, this just his peers, the joy that they shared in watching the, I don't know if he's the greatest to ever play the game. Jack says he is. Now, I don't know if that's Jack Nicholas being humble Mm -hmm. or he truly believes that. But the guy that everybody perceived to be the greatest to ever play the game up until Tiger came along says, no, it's not me. It's this guy, right? Um, It's like I'll never forget the line that somebody asked Eric Clapton what it's like to be the greatest guitar player in the world. He said, I don't know. You're going to have to ask Prince. (laughs) Yeah. Great line. I mean, Eric Clapton was the greatest guitar player. I don't know. You're going to have to ask Prince. Um, But for Jack to say that. You know, I don't know. I mean, why do we have to rate, right? We just right, we just right. saw an incredible theater. Saturday's ratings off the charts. Sundays, not going to be, like, I don't believe they're going to be as big as we thought that they would be. I mean, I mean, how timing. did you miss that? It's timing. 100% yeah. time. You said it. West Coast, huge, huge, huge obstacle to overcome.
1: Church, likewise. Palm Sunday. Palm Sunday. Mm-hmm. Pretty big day. Yes. Great point. And people just, your Sundays are kind of planned out. Mm-hmm. I I live in a routine not as i'm not as no. married to the routine right. as you are right but we have a routine and every yeah. sunday we get up and we go to church and then we go to ivy and costco and we get our groceries and make our grocery list yeah. and then do some yard work and Then usually three, four o'clock, I can get in there. Yeah. It's like the U.S. Open, Trent. We'd like the U.S.
0: Open, the final round. You know, dinner watching the U.S. Open with family on Father's Day, right? Can you imagine if it was, you know, moved up like it was? Um, But I don't even know. Did it even rain? I mean, I know that the Atlanta, the Braves Mets were delayed.
1: It did rain. It
0: was. It spit, but I mean, did it rain after the tournament ended? Because
1: after. Oh, I got you.
0: After they went to the replay, mm-hmm. I didn't go to the Golf Channel for the for the Green Jacket. I watched it in the Butler Cabin, and then they replayed it at two o'clock when the when the coverage was scheduled to come on. Okay. And I went to the NBA at that point, um, so I don't know if it was raining, but it was the, the ceremony was held outside. I don't know if did it ever rain hard
1: enough that they would
0: have had to leave the course. A good
1: question. I that don't might know. that'll be a Matt Rudy question too. He was there, yeah, yeah to to see what the weather turned out to be. But in the end, right decision. Yes, I though, think so too. Though it's easy for mm-hmm. you and I to hear on Monday if we're watching golf right now, that's great. Mm-hmm. But we're not like, no, you majority have to get it people. in. No, you have yeah. to
0: get it in, and they did get it in. How big of a factor was it that, that when they went to threesomes? Because Tiger, I don't think he wouldn't have been in the final group, right? If it was just two. I don't think he would have been. It would have been Molinari and, and Finau. And Finau
1: and Tiger would have been the next-to-last group. What a big factor that would have been. You know, I thought of that at one point as it didn't look like, as you mentioned, Molinari was going to flinch. No. <laughs> that he was so locked in, and I, I had that thought. If it was just those two, would it would be different. Now, he, storm, he he stared him down a year ago at the British yeah. and was able to get the victory there. But I did have that feeling at one point, how different is it? And I think it was at a point I saw Molinari and Fino kind of go, talking to each other a little bit, you don't have that. You versus Tiger. Mm-hmm. He was mm-hmm. locked in. And how many
0: times over the past 20 years have we seen you versus Tiger It doesn't go very well for you? <laughs> so
1: another thing that people wondering now about the future and, and what this can yeah. go into. So his average margin of victory in his 14 previous mar- major victories was 3.8. Nearly four shots he won those. Now there's a couple blots, and in there, the U.S. Mm-hmm. Open, where he just, and the Masters. just throttled. The field, and I know that stretches it out, but he does have some shots to play with here, if, if you kind of take that all-encompassing. What's the number now? How many more does he get? We finally broke this 11-year streak. Yeah. Nick Nicholas said before th- this tournament started, he
0: believes that if he can stay healthy, mm-hmm. Tiger's got 40 majors left, meaning 10 years of competitive golf. Uh, he's 43. He's a December baby. So he's, you know, he's going to be, he won't turn in, in golf season. He gets through golf season at the same age. So that's what Nicholas thought. He has 40 majors left. So now he has 39 and he's within three. Um, the way he's playing, look at the game of golf has so many guys. That there are so many different winners on. I don't think there's a dominant player in the game. Like there really isn't. I mean, we see Rory have his moments. Dustin we Johnson see Dustin can be Johnson. really good. Yeah,
1: Brooks Kepka is unbelievable. Xander Schauffele is that new kind he's of guy. He's coming, that, isn't he? He's what 24, 25 Yeah, and he's not a long hitter. No, nope. you saw that actually struggle with that, but because of equipment. Guys like that in the past that couldn't compete. And the, uh, the we Masters, saw Corey Pavin once. We did. <laughs> but that was yeah, it. Right Now Corey Pavin in today's environment with technology, you figure his career's a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you remember what kind of clubs Corey Pavin played? Because I thought, you know, I've
0: never heard of this before. McGregor's? No. That's a good one. That's a name from the past, <laughs> yes. too. Cleveland. Oh, Yeah.
2: I still got, I got Cleveland. Do you?
0: Yes. Cleveland. It what was, else does Cleveland make in in the, in sporting gear? That's it. Golf. It's golf, right? Yeah. Cleveland not like wedges. Balding or it's Cleveland. Cleveland. Wilson. <laughs> Wilson. That's Wilson a big name. Irons. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, we we digress. So, it's just tremendous theater. Two and a half.
1: Put the over under there. Is that a good
0: number? Ah, uh, so you don't think he gets there, or do you think he gets? By the way, over under. You have got to watch that show Action on Showtime yeah. that ended last night. It if you if you love to sit and race in sports books when you're in Vegas and just watch the people and 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 gamble a little bit. Oh, the characters in it. It, it ended last night. It is so good. You had it, a
1: big day. Oh, I had a wonderful day. You had day. golf? You had your Jets finally winning a game uh, in the playoffs? Oh, could you say that again? They they did? You had Action? What what's the what's the show called? Game golf? of Thrones? Oh yeah, your Billions. your dragon porn? Yeah, boy, it was good. What a
0: people? I don't. Oh, Trent I is so good. It. It's such a good show. I, I never thought I would too. I hate science fiction.
1: I am. I was so close to finally. All right, I got to start watching this because just yeah, the build-up here start, the last you month. You can't start today. I could. I could. No, no. I could have caught up. I'm yeah. sure. No, you could have. If I really wanted to, mm-hmm. I'm like it's, it's dragons. Yeah, it's-
0: Trent. It's so non me. I I'm the only person in America. I think. That didn't click on the new Star Wars trailer this weekend. I, I, I'm with you. Oh, those sorts you and I. Yeah. I've never seen one minute of any of the Star Wars. Ever.
1: Well, you got me I beat there. I don't care. Because I watched the original three Did when you? I was little.
0: And then I grew up. Yeah, no, I'm... And it s- just... Spaceships? Flying saucers? Nah. No, that's not... You know, why would... Dragons? Okay, I'm in. <laughs> I guess. It's so it's so non-me, anyways. All right, what else from sports over the weekend? A couple of baseball stories. Cubs were rained out yesterday. They split their series. Not rained out. They were snowed out yesterday. Right. Um, split their series with the Angels. Kyle, Kyle Hendricks is now 0-3. Uh, just when you think, you know, you're starting to maybe see this thing come together a little bit. And who knows it's still it still may well the uh, brewers seem to be coming back to the pack a little bit mm-hmm. cardinals got well this weekend uh in mexico i didn't watch one pitch of the cardinals this weekend i guess ozuna is alive right yeah
1: he had a couple of homers yesterday he looked really good i i flipped over oh when was it? saturday i think I it was that i that i saw I don't know, maybe an inning or two as i was flipping around watched quite a bit of the brewers and dodgers uh friday night Watched a lot of that as I was flipping Wasn't back and Wasn't that forth part of hockey. our eclection? it was? Yes, yes. That that was part of it. Uh, three out of four missed with your Jets, by the way.
0: Three out of four missed with the Jets. They took the jets. they took the Jets. Eh, sorry
1: about that. If I and uh, what else did we have? Twins took a couple of games. Yep. How about the Royals? Royals sweeping the Indians. Thank you, Good Royals for them. I was very happy to see that. No, it's uh, there's some storylines. NBA, uh, I watched a little NBA. I did,
0: too. I did, too. And, you know, starting to get into a little bit. Mm-hmm. watched a lot of hockey. A couple of really good storylines in hockey. One of them is downtown Des Moines. Let's spend a minute yeah. here as they finally get into the playoffs for the first time in franchise history. That's great. We like a lot of people down there. Uh, Joe O'Donnell, I'm assuming, will join us maybe tomorrow um, at, at some point during the week. They, they play now Sunday. That's a long break.
1: I thought the exact same thing.
0: I don't get it. Maybe it's a, a, a arena availability. I mean, Wouldn't I'm not be. saying that yep. that's the case. and I don't know what Chris connolly has got booked um, at, at Wells Fargo, but seemingly for the playoffs, not to start for a week. When did they end? Saturday night. place yep. was packed. I know they had a post-game concert, which probably went some way towards it, but, uh, man, uh, watching some of the highlights, and uh, seemingly all the television stations were down there. Good crowd. Great crowd.
1: Well, and and another great part about this is the way that it's set up is, we talked about this on Friday, possibility not only just to get in and get that four seed, but move your way up to Mm -hmm. the three, that's what happens. So instead of having to face the behemoth that is Chicago in the vision, they get Milwaukee. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was interested, and I I found this out Friday. when We were talking with Joe. You open up at home. You get those first two games at home and then finish up games three, four, and five on the road. So the higher seed hosts the final three. Yes. Right. That's what I thought. I have never been a proponent of that. It's another reason I don't like the 2-3-2 format that some sports institute. Mm -hmm. I believe if you have home court, home field, home ice, whatever, home advantage, you should never trail in a series. If it goes according to plan, that you should never quote-unquote trail. If home court stays, home ice stays, you should get the extra game. You you should not have to be behind in a series. 2-3-2. you win your first two at home, yeah. lose those middle three, and then you're facing two straight elimination I games. You. I don't like that. And if I was a Milwaukee fan, love my admirals, I probably wouldn't be real pleased about this either. It's the way the format is. And well, they cut down
0: there. the travel, to save a yes. little money in the
1: AHL. Uh, that, that's the part of it that makes sense. And being this as a minor league, mm-hmm. it makes more sense. No, it's it nothing does. to get all rankled about. You're right. The cost is a very important
0: component. Yep, no doubt about it. Well, good for them. Uh, We've got the game. We, KXNO, has the game. Uh, If you can't be there, it's a 4 o'clock puck drop on Easter Sunday. That's, I mean, Easter Sunday. Mm -hmm. Um, Didn't get dealt the best hand as as far as hosting game number one. Would have been great if Saturday night, but it didn't work out that way. So, uh, Wild are in the playoffs. Get out and support the team. So are the uh, Des Moines Buccaneers, by the way. Right. And as I've said for many, many, many years, the Buccaneer hockey and the uh, product that uh, that they put forward in the United States Hockey League, the USHL. I mean, folks, you, you get to the NHL from the USHL. You absolutely do. Every time you watch the well, you don't watch the drafts. I get it. I watch the draft. But if you were ever to dig in and, and look at a first uh, round or a second round of the of the draft, you see a bunch of guys get plucked. Um, by their perspective, uh, by their NHL team, straight out of the USHL, Bucks and the Wild, the two local hockey times post-season, teams post-season bound. We'll take a time out. We've got to do the golf for the green. Do you want to do that now? Yes, you do. Oh. Let's do it. It's time to go for the green with KXNO and EKG Golf. Text the keyword SUPER to 200-200 right now to win $1,000 cash. That's SUPER to 200-200. Standard message and data rate supply. Sean Devaney covers the NBA, national columnist uh, for SportingNews.com. Sean will join us next in the 11 o'clock hour. Matt Rudy is here for Golf Digest. So is uh, Scott Dockman. I want to get into the Barry Alvarez piece that's going to be published at the F athletic as Barry Alvarez was interviewed and said some very fascinating things pursuant to the college football playoff and a window perhaps Trent that's open to expand there's I, I didn't know this there is one narrow window that expansion can be brought up and after perhaps implemented year? yes
1: after this year and
0: then it shuts until the contracts expire now as Barry Alvarez points out, we're not pleased that the Big Ten has not participated in
1: this. You knew this we was going left to come to fruition, yes? Trent? Five major conferences, only four spots.
0: Absolutely. And, and the Pac-12 doesn't deserve one.
1: The SEC and deserves
0: a couple, usually. They, st- they get two of them. Um... And the Big Ten's not pleased. Maybe this is going to be the impetus for expansion. So we'll get into that a little bit with Doc. Also some, uh, some Hawkeye news. Dylan Mons from Iowa State, our covers Iowa State for the Ames Tribune. They got a good recruit. Do you see that? This kid's got some offers.
1: Yeah. Big offensive lineup from down in Kansas had some certainly regional. Absolutely. well put. Regional Power Five
0: offers, Mm -hmm. but you know. We're some big-name schools on those lists, uh, and uh, he's committed. So we'll do that with Dylan Montz as uh, Iowa and Iowa State wrap up spring football. We're Miller and Condon. We're on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460. 24-hour sports anywhere in the world on iHeartRadio. This is 1460 KXNO. Miller & Con in Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO, with you here until noon. Busy 11 o'clock hour. Matt Rudy, Golf Digest. Uh, Scott Dockerman from The Athletic. And uh, Dylan Monts, AmesTrib.com. Pittsburgh, if you're a Steelers fan and you haven't pilled the trigger on The Athletic, Ed Bousset, is that how you say his name? You've read him a million
1: times. Yeah, I know the name. I don't know how a to long pronounce time. the name. He is the...
0: He's a big of a media personality in Pittsburgh. I think is there is. He just left his paper to join the Athletic. How about that? Uh, so if you're a Steelers fan and you have yet to, um, you know, invest your three dollars and ninety nine cents, it's the future of sports writing. It's not just. It's every team, folks. Every team, you're gonna love it. We're gonna talk some NBA here. Sean Devaney, sporting news momentarily. Look forward to uh, doing that as we take you up until noon. Let's get Sean in here. NBA is underway and Sean joins us. Sean along with Trent Conan. This is Ken Miller. Thanks for coming on. Sean. How are you?
2: I'll do well, Ken. How are you? Good.
0: Good to talk to you. You know, I'm not sure you saw the piece. You've been, I'm sure, in Oracle Arena dozens of times. I've never been there. You know, watching the piece on CBS last night on 60 Minutes, it's just one of those stories right? I feel bad for their fans that they're going across the bridge and leaving Oakland behind for San Francisco, which looks as though the arena is going to be spectacular. But it's going to be different, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it sure is. I was uh, talking about that. I was there a couple weeks ago and, and talking with Steve Kerr about it. And, uh, you know, he was there when they closed down the old Chicago Stadium uh, and opened the new United Center uh, in, uh, in the, I believe that was 1994. Um, and he had played for the Bulls in, in the stadium and then played for them the following year when they opened the United Center. Uh, and it just wasn't the same. And, and you know, he, he pointed that out, and it is kind of a concern for them that, uh, uh, that you know, what they get at Oracle, the the passion of those fans, uh the way they sort of suffered through uh really just some terrible terrible basketball but still showed up and we're still loud and we're still into the game and still knew the game knew the team uh you know that's 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 a tough thing to replicate uh you know you go across the bay and 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 yes you're going to make more money uh yes it's it's a beautiful building and and really what they've done with that whole space uh is uh is is really remarkable uh but you're going to you're going to miss something uh, in Oakland, that uh, uh, that's just not going to be there. When you talk about the price of tickets and the kind of people that are going to be there, rather than the hardcore Warriors fans who supported them, you know when they were when they were twenty-two and sixty.
1: Well, with that, of course, uh, as we begin the NBA playoffs and really the NBA conversation for us, really kind of starts now here in this market, Sean. It's uh, the Warriors and everybody else. It feels like yet throughout this season, you had the back and forth with Draymond and KD. That happened. The looming free agency that is out there. How 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 would this go awry in your mind? And how likely is it to happen that the Warriors ultimately aren't your NBA champion?
2: Well, I, I think you'd have to have two things happen. You know, first of all, you'd have to have uh, there would have to be, as you mentioned, some of that dissension that uh, that cropped up throughout the season. Uh, you know, certainly Kevin Durant has just been. Uh, uh, let's say a grouch. He's been a bit of a grouch <laughs> yep. throughout the year. He took it out on the media. He took it out on, on Draymond Green. He's 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 taken some pot shots at his coach during the season. Uh, he just has seemed very unhappy there. Um if that somehow seeps into the off into the playoffs, and obviously we didn't see it in Game One, but if that kind of thing seeps into uh, into the playoffs. Uh, then, then, then that could set them up. That could, that could sort of fatten them up for uh, uh, for a takedown. Uh, but then you say, okay, well, who can do it? You know, I mean, what what, what team is out there uh, that could actually match up and and, and beat the Warriors? And, and there just really isn't one. You know, Houston probably has the best chance. Uh, they would meet potentially in a second round matchup. Uh, but you'd have to say that, uh, uh, that that even Houston's chance is is, is slim. So. Uh, you know, I think the way it looks right now is, yeah, it's the Warriors and everybody else, and it's just hard to see who's going to be that team uh, that can possibly take them down.
0: I want to go to the East. Uh, we've got a somewhat of a local connection here in, in Nick Nurse, who uh, grew up in Iowa, played at UNI, and I, coached in you know downtown Des Moines, and when it was the D League, to the brought the first championship to that franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the, but the Raptors yet again can't get past Game One. How big of an upset was the Raptors losing to the Magic? They certainly had their championship and what are the chances Kawhi Leonard uh is still getting uh, you know calling Canada home um you know the when the season comes to an end so how about the Raptors starting and Kawhi Leonard and his chances
2: yeah they're all tied together uh you know because when you look at uh, uh when you look at the uh, the way things have happened uh, in in Toronto this year, and 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 going back to last year when they won 60 games and I'm sorry 59 games, and they were all amped up for the playoffs. They were going is going to be finally the year they were going to get past LeBron. Uh, they got swept by LeBron in the second round, and they make all the changes. They bring in Kawhi Leonard. Now the the, the thing about bringing in Kawhi Leonard is you're bringing in a free agent who doesn't necessarily want to be in Toronto. Uh, so they've got a lot to prove because a they have to prove. That what happened last year, they can get past that. That that you know their their repeated playoff flops. uh, You know the reason they brought Nick Nurse in, that they can get past that. That's a lot of pressure. Uh, And then you add the pressure that if they don't, if they were to lose in the first round, uh, you're probably going to see Kawhi Leonard leave. They they have to at least get to the conference finals to make Kawhi Leonard think okay this is this is a place where i can win and and maybe i'll want to come back here certainly if they get to the nba finals that might be something that sticks with them so uh you know it's it's kind of tied together because that pressure is there uh, and it's added uh, because of the situation with Kawhi Leonard. The players will say they don't think about that, but, but that's not true. I mean, come on, of course <laughs> they're thinking about that. Uh, so, yeah, there's there's a lot of pressure on in Toronto, uh, and really, you know, Orlando was fantastic in mm-hmm. that game one. Toronto's got to have a response here.
1: John Devaney joining us from the Sporting News as we're talking NBA playoffs of Miller and Con and KXNO. A uh, couple other upsets on the Saturday games. Who are you more concerned with? The 76ers after their loss to Brooklyn in game one are the nuggets dropping uh, against San Antonio
2: uh you know I, I, I'd be concerned with both really uh you know the obviously the nuggets losing one on their home floor they were the best uh, uh, team at home during the regular season they were 34 and seven uh, and just 20 and 21 on the road so you know they they're, they're gonna have to win a game in San Antonio against a team that has a lot more playoff experience uh, and against a coach and Greg Popovich who really drew up a fantastic game plan in game 1. So, uh I I would certainly be worried about the Nuggets, but I think that you know, I the thing about Denver is they could lose this year uh and they've got such a good young core. So they'll be back. Philadelphia what concerns me about them is Jimmy Butler is a free agent, uh Tobias Harris is a free agent, uh and, uh, and JJ Redick is a free agent. So you got Three fifths of your starting lineup is uh, their free agents. If this goes down, if if they were to lose to the Nets, and certainly the way things unfolded in Game One with Joel Embiid not looking great, with the mm-hmm. uh, with the backcourt uh, of uh, of the Sixers really exposed by uh, the really talented backcourt, uh, both in the starting lineup and on the bench that that the Nets have uh then then you could be looking at a situation where things really do implode in Philadelphia and, and and it leaks into the off season Denver will be okay in terms of their future Philadelphia if they lose this series man that would really shake up uh, where that franchise is headed
0: mm. uh, after the masters uh, concluded yesterday locked in on uh, the thunder and the trailblazers i love the canner story i mean just what he's going through he's you know at odds with his country and lillard maybe one of the better basketball nba players in the cuz we don't see a lot of west coast stuff right and oh by the way they've got that other curry kid uh, yeah. um but this portland team is fun to watch boy canner really put one to his uh, to his uh, former team yesterday
2: yeah, and, you know, I, I was certainly among those who looked at what uh, uh, Portland had done uh, since losing Yusuf Nurkic. And and, and Nurkic, they, what they did was uh, around December or so, Coach Terry Stotts uh, really changed their whole offense and tried to get the ball uh, out of uh, Lillard's hands, out of C.J. McCollum's hands, because there was too much pressure on those two guys, especially you get to the playoffs, you want to have some other options, and, and so he was running things through their center, Joseph Nurkic, much more often. Uh, Nurkic gets hurt, breaks his leg, terrible, terrible injury at the end of March, and I was pretty much writing off Portland's chances at that point. You know, it just didn't seem like, you know, because they had put so much into restructuring the offense around Nurkic, it looked like uh, this was going to be something that uh, that they weren't going to be able to recover from. They were swept from the playoffs by the Pelicans uh, last year, and it looked like that might be their fate this year coming into the playoffs. Uh, but certainly what we saw Sunday afternoon, um, you know, the depth isn't there. They're, 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 they still have a lot of the same problems that they've had. Uh, but you know, you get 54 points uh, from from Lillard and McCollum, and then you have the game that uh, that that Cantor had with the 18 rebounds. Uh, and you know, they, they can certainly withstand Oklahoma City uh, if they get that kind of production from those guys gonna be difficult because like I say they are very guard focused uh and uh and if uh, uh if if the uh, uh, Thunder find ways to take those guys out of the uh, uh out of the offense a little bit more that could be trouble for Portland, but certainly that was uh, that was a great performance and and, and made me rethink at least uh, you know having left Portland for dead.
0: Yeah, Paul George, he's gonna he's not gonna shoot as poorly as he did, although he ended up leading his team uh, in scoring yesterday. My last thing, kind of a way with that series, but kind of uh, you know following the following the, Russell Westbrook and Barry Trammell, do they have a history there? I was really surprised yeah. by the by the way. I mean, Westbrook wanted nothing to do with his next question, next question.
2: There's... Yeah, and he's been doing that for a couple of years, and, and it's gotten to a point where uh, it's kind of silly. And, and you know, Barry Trammell, uh, you know, he he does his job, and his job is to go in and, and, and ask questions, and, and he doesn't ask especially tough questions. He doesn't ask questions that the rest of us wouldn't ask. Uh, it's just it's somewhere along the line, you know, there were some things that, that Russell Westbrook didn't like, uh and he started taking this position on anything that Barry Tremel asked. Uh and uh and, and it's 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 silly. It it's really petty. Uh it's one of the things that, you know, and I, know I like Russell Westbrook's game. It's one of the things off the floor that you just don't like about him. I mean, uh there's no reason that as adults and, and professionals you can't work something like that out. Uh, but Westbrook has shown no no interest in doing that.
1: John, we'll get you out here on this. this is LeBron playing for the first time uh well in a long time not in the playoffs. How big of an impact is this going to make for the NBA as a whole, not having LeBron there?
2: I I think there's no question it will, uh, you know, that – uh, that there's a segment of fans who, um, you know, uh, are, are sports fans but not huge NBA fans, uh, and and the NBA playoffs are on. And you know, hey, do you want to watch the NBA? Okay, what time does LeBron play? <laughs> you know, so uh, and you're not gonna. Well, he's not playing, so okay, I'm not watching. So um, you know, I, I I think you're gonna get some of that, uh, and I think the NBA has has certainly tried to combat that, but you just can't. I mean, you know, this is a guy who's been in the finals, uh, you know, what eight years in a row. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and it's just hard to, uh, uh you know, when you're, when you, when he's become the icon that he's become, and the NBA, of course, markets to individuals, uh, as, as much as they do when one of those individuals isn't in your biggest. Your biggest moment, you know, isn't in the tournament, uh, then uh, that then it becomes tough to sell. So, you know, the NBA is certainly putting the best face on it they can. I'm sure there will be some pretty pretty well rated uh, uh, series, but in general, I think the uh, uh, the broadcasters are going to take a hit here.
0: Sean Age limit in the NBA going away next year, or the year after? Do you think one and done. I would
2: say the year after. Okay. You know, this is something that it's got to be it's got to be collectively bargained. Okay. you know, so the union has to be involved. Uh, the the NBA can come up with an idea, but it's they, they want to get their ducks in a row. They don't want to do it uh, uh, something where the NBA sort of imposes this on the union and on the NCAA. Uh, that, that they want to try to get this right and keep this problem uh, solved once and for all.
0: Sean Devaney, Sporting News, NBA, SportingNews.com. Sean, thank you. We appreciate you coming on here in Des Moines. Thanks for giving us a few okay. minutes. Thank you, guys. Yeah, good to talk to you. Sean Devaney, uh, uh, SportingNews.com uh, NBA writer. Good stuff there, Trent Con. Great question on LeBron. Excellent. It's I feel it. the 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 lack of LeBron. Yeah. By the way, the Masters numbers are out. Mm -hmm. Crushed. Not good. Down eleven. Down down eleven percent from last year. Patrick Patrick Reed moved the needle. He was unlikable. He was.
1: But that was a good leaderboard too.
0: It was a good leaderboard, and it was in the afternoon. It was you know where we're used to seeing the Masters. You're home from church. You know as Uh, That was obviously a major, major, major factor. Excited to talk with Matt Rudy. Yeah, me too. We'll do that in a half an hour. We'll come back. Miller & Condon on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460. See you there. Keep up with KXNO on Twitter and Facebook. Go to KXNO.com to learn more. From 1460 KXNO. Welcome back, Miller and Con Des Moines Sports Station 1460 KXNO. A lot of NFL news rumors swirling, but it is that time of year as we inch our way closer to the draft, which is next Thursday. We will, you know, we'll probably get Frank Schwab in here tomorrow to try and filter our way through some of the stuff that's being put out there. What seemed like a foregone conclusion that mm-hmm. Kyler Murray was indeed going to go number one overall to Arizona. A lot of people tapping the brakes on that, but, but. Smoke you can't screen? believe
1: everything you hear, anything you hear. At this point, right. yes. Anything that you hear, use a tilted ear. Make sure what you're hearing doesn't make sense. Is it reality? Or is it just that a smoke screen to try to throw people off the scent or to yeah. help them if they're looking to make a move, whatever it may be. Well, would they have moved Josh Rosen by now if indeed they were? Or is the look here's the somebody pointed this out last
0: week, and it's right on the money. The last thing the NFL wants is to know the outcome in advance of Thursday night. Absolutely. If, they, if Josh Rosen is traded today, Kyler Murray is number one overall pick, and he's going to Arizona. Mm-hmm. You don't make that move if you're if you're not going to draft him. So the NBA wants some the NBA. The NFL wants some intrigue, some drama, uh, some things that you have to tune in to see. So maybe I don't know if they can. Can they put an embargo on this? I mean, you can't go public with it, obviously. Right. But could you tell the Cardinals, look, we really need to. We need a solid here from
1: you. We need you to hold back just right. a little bit. Well, I believe now maybe this was the old bargaining agreement, but I remember within the last ten years, certainly, maybe the last five, that if you had the number one pick, you could have a, you, you, you could sign a contract in advance. Of yes, that. yes, you could start the True. negotiation process. I still think you can. Okay. I think you can now. Things are a lot more locked up. I mm-hmm. mean, you go back. Still, one of the funniest stats is, I think it's still going currently. Sam Bradford is the highest played player mm-hmm. in NFL history, right. and he was from the moment he walked into the league because of the the right. salary structure, the way that it is, and now that things are slotted. I think he was. Did it? Did that window close after his draft year? I.
0: It's I right so. around yes. there. Yes. It yes. was right around that point, right. and it's the right thing to do. So. Lots going on, we may get the schedule tomorrow, Trent. We may get the schedule we're going to get it at some point this week. I hope it happens either today or tomorrow, so I can opine on Wednesday as I'm going to be gone uh-huh. for a couple of days and you know how much I love it yes when you do. The, when the uh, schedule comes out, but it's it's going to happen at some point this week. We will look we know who's playing who. Uh, and whether they're home or on the road, but we don't know when. And it, I think
1: it's a, that matters. It, it does matter. Absolutely. And if you get one of those crazy three in a row on the road, right. or you're playing quick turnaround to a, a Thursday Thursday game. night after you travel, yes, those things are all important. Who's playing on Thanksgiving Day? What happens
0: around Christmas? Are they going to play some Saturday games in December after the Army Navy
1: game? There is a uh, word that there's going to be a triple header on Saturday the twenty first. Of course, you'll have so the we've seen of games two the games, yes. but never three. I don't think have we. Yeah, all on the NFL Network. That is the talk. Maybe also huh. also ran on the network. Whoever has the rights to those games. So yeah, a lot of a lot of tea's to cross and I's to dot. So and a
0: noon, three thirty-seven
1: or something yeah, around something there. along along those lines. I'm
0: all for it. Just a
1: Saturday. College football's over at that point. College basketball starting.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. But by then. All the tournaments are over. It's kind of you know hyphenated
1: schools, aren't we? Back to that
0: point late, late December yep. before Christmas. Yeah, for yeah. the most
1: part. Yeah, right. There yeah. might be a couple games. I think don't Louisville, Kentucky usually play that weekend, or
0: sometimes they either play right before or right after Christmas. I think yeah. the last couple of years it's been right after Christmas. Yeah, that's a big series, no <laughs> doubt about that. All right, Matt Rudy's coming up at eleven fifteen. We will go a state, get ready to call it a spring, and then. We wait. Magazines in May. The first one's usually what Athlon usually yep, comes. you off? get Athlon early, early. Yep, that's right. And then Phil Steele late June, mm, sometime in around Memorial Day. Some of the kick times will start to trickle, trickle. out a little bit. We'll start maybe to know some of the. Uh, when will we know the Cyhawk game? Oh, what is it? It's, it's dip- names and that, 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 there's a lot of speculation that the streak is going to end regarding college game day on that particular day. You
1: look at the national schedule that day, and if you normally look at that and say, come on, they're not coming for Iowa. But it's conducive that day to it happening. You know what? Why don't we take a look at that
0: schedule? We'll try and find two or three of the big games that could potentially butt up against and perhaps continue the long drought of game day making. But wouldn't that be something for our state's game to have college game day in uh, well, this year it's in Ames, but even if it was in, if it was in Iowa City, having college games day for that would be spectacular. We'll come back uh, eleven o'clock hour next. Matt, Rudy, Scott, Dokument, Dylan, Montz, Miller, and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, fourteen. 14C-